Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Wrestling Entertainment taking over Roger's place this evening. Cannot promise a dead man appearance. Can't say for sure he won't be there either. <laughs> it's Brendan Escott. It's Cam Boone in today on uh, Oilers Now, which is brought to you as of today by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and a swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Still to come today, again, we're going to have lots of time for you after the 1.30 news. Uh, but right now, Right now, let's get to a preview of tonight's exhibition game. No rest for the wicked. The Oilers heading down to the West Coast to take on the Seattle Kraken. And for some info on the NHL's newest team, we'll uh, connect with their radio play-by-play voice, Everett Fitzhugh. Everett, you're on with Brendan and Cam. How are you doing today? Hey, fellas, I'm doing well. And if I could have the Undertaker's... uh dead man bell toll for every time I hop on a phone call with someone, I think my life would be a lot more dramatic, so thank you for that. <laughs> we, uh, we we appreciate you coming on and the fact that we got to usher you in that way, that's that's excellent. I'm glad you're a fan. <laughs> I'm glad you're spending some time with us today. And, uh, and hey, so preseason underway. Your first season in the books, though, behind the microphone of this hockey team. Just uh, take yeah. us back and, and maybe talk about how much fun it was as, as part of the expansion franchise oh my goodness it was it was i I tell folks all the time i'm playing with house money in this in this position um to be able to to be a part of a historic venture like bringing an an, an nhl team to a brand new market uh, a market that's never had uh pro hockey at at this high of a level before a market that hasn't had a a major pro winter sport since the sonics left over 10 years ago um the fact that this community uh revolved around this team and and came together around this team in spite of the record on the ice really speaks volumes to the passion uh that the fans have here in seattle every single night uh there was not an empty seat in the building i go back to a game in uh december november when the kraken were down seven nothing to colorado they get three quick ones and you could sense from the fans that Hey, the Seattle Kraken are a field goal away from tying this game up. But just the the fact that the fans have been so supportive and, and they've come out in droves and um, the the organization has given back to the community. It is so active in the community. It's been fun building that. And then obviously for me personally to, to fulfill a lifelong dream of being an NHL broadcaster, going from five years in the ECHL, a couple years in the USHL, and now being able to, to live out my my dream here in Seattle with the National Hockey League um, is, is a lot of pinch me moments still to this day. Uh, so all in all, it, it was a very fun experience and I'm looking forward to an even better year too. 
Well, Everett, you do a, a fantastic job. I've listened to a few games last year. You and Dave Tomlinson on the call. Love it. Thank uh, you. Dave Tomlinson, uh, a Centennial Cup winner of 1987 with the Richmond Sockeyes, and I did discuss that yep. with them in Seattle last season. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it should be understated how cool the rink is. And, and for anybody that was there and, and went to that building uh, when the T-Birds played there in the WHL and uh, the way it was set up for hockey and it wasn't quite right, and then to basically gut the building and and build brand new with the exception of the roof, and it's yeah. – what a – what a facility. Like, uh, I would think the people of Seattle would be incredibly happy with the way that turned out. Oh, they definitely are. I mean, this is not only one of, if not the best sports venue that I've ever set foot in, and this is this is the best concert venue um, that I've ever set foot in. And, and the uh, attention to detail that was put in this building, like you said, from reusing the roof, uh, from, from making uh, the bowl nice and steep, you feel like you're right on top of all of the action. We have dual scoreboards. We don't have the uh, the long scoreboard in the middle. We have scoreboards in each of the attacking zones, and it actually opens up the building a little bit, and you feel like you're um, a part of, of the entire arena. You can see your, your your fans across from you. It opens things up. There was such a huge importance put on sustainability um, in that building. No natural gas, uh, low-flow toilets. We source um, 80% of our food and concessions from within 80 miles, 90 miles, um, of, of Seattle and using local area farmers. We're cutting down on all of the waste that is generated in games. Just everything that you, you try to be and, and you want to be in terms of, of making this better and, and making our planet better, we've, we've put into that building. And I mean, over a million fans that have come through that building in some way, shape, or form. And, and the people who live in Seattle who are there for the old Coliseum, the old Key Arena, uh, it's night and day difference. And, and a lot of players who've come through to play uh, the Kraken have said, man, I, I wouldn't mind uh, ending up here at some point in my career because of this facility. So it's been um, a good year for that. We've made a lot of impressions around the league and around the community, and uh, we're, we're going to continue. We're only going to get bigger. We've got a full calendar of events that continues to fill up. So the fans are happy, we're happy, and we're going to keep going. Well, they didn't name it the Amazon Center, and they didn't name it AWS Place, right? They named it Climate Pledge yes. Arena. So it's nice to hear that they're wholeheartedly embracing that and uh, in, in all of the operational facets. Uh, on the ice, Absolutely. Everett, on the ice, not a lot of global warming uh, on the ice, I would think. But maybe <laughs> things are heating up for the Kraken. When I look in the roster, I look in uh, in preseason, and I see the likes of Shane Wright out there, and I see the likes of Matty Beneers as well. I think that a year further into this project uh, that there's got to be maybe more excitement about some of the uh, the talent that this franchise has accumulated over the last couple of summers absolutely and then that was a big goal of ron francis and the hockey op staff going into last season going into the expansion draft you know vegas clearly set a very high bar and unfair uh, unfairly high bar for a lot of people, but it was always going to be a marathon and not a sprint. And I think the biggest thing that I've taken away from the first few days of training camp is there is a feeling of guys wanting to be here in Seattle and not necessarily having to be here in Seattle. When you're selected in the expansion draft, 
you don't really have a choice of where you're going. But now you've got that core. There were a ton of moves made at the trade deadline. And that's not to say that the guys who were here didn't like their time here. They didn't want to be here. That's not the case at all. But now you have that core group of guys that you can build around. You bring in a Shane Wright and in uh, and, uh, Matty Beneers now. Shane Wright going to be given every opportunity to make this team out of camp. Even a young defenseman like Riker Evans, um, the, the blue liner of the future, is going to be having every opportunity to make this team out of camp. And then, of course, Andre Barakovsky, Oliver Bjorkstrand, you bring in through your agency. You sign Jared McCann to that long-term five-year deal um, second half of last season. So now you have that solid core, that veteran core in place that can help shape your roster and shape your future. And look, like you said, Matty Beneers, Shane Wright, all of the uh, the headlines are going to be on those two players. You know, we're trying to temper expectations, but people are saying the Calder race is going to go through Seattle with those two. Um, but there's so many more storylines that, that you can look for this season. Brandon Tanev, six goals in his first eight games last year for the Kraken. He blows out his knee in game 30, but he was having a bit of a resurgence. Are we going to see what he can do now with a full season? Jordan Eberle, uh, scored uh, at will at times last year, but then he ran into a bit of a drought. Can we see him regain the offensive form that Everly had there in Edmonton? Jaden Schwartz is going to be back for a full season. Your goaltending with Chris, with, uh, Chris Drieger injured. Now Philip Grubauer goes in as your solidified number one goaltender. I have to imagine he's going to get four uh, five out of every five or six starts. So now he has an opportunity to maybe regain his Vesna finalist form from a couple of years ago. So Shane Wright, Matty Beneers, so excited to watch them. That's obviously the low-hanging fruit here in Seattle. But I think what this team has built with their drafting, with their prospect pool, and then obviously in free agency, some of the big uh, signings this summer. I forgot about Justin Schultz. The Kraken needed a right uh, shot, power play quarterback, defenseman, and now you have that with number four on the blue line. So there is a lot more of excitement around this team, and I think that direction that was set by Ron Francis, Dave Haxtell, and the rest of the the Kraken hockey ops staff is really going to to come through to fruition and, and start to uh, take shape early uh, in the year this year. I know uh, it's the first preseason game here for the Kraken, and, and it looks like Beneers will get into the lineup tonight against the Oilers. Uh, yeah. But what have and I know it's very early, but from from Shane Wright, from Matty Beneers, in, in the first few days, how have they looked? Uh, they have come as advertised. Uh, Matty Beneers has picked up 10, 15 pounds of muscle in the offseason. Uh, his release was already quick in the 10 games that we saw him last year, but his shot uh, looks a little snappier. It looks a little quicker. Shane Wright uh, is not out of place in the least, uh, in the locker room or on the ice. I think um, Matty Beneers, his first four or five games last year, was that pure adrenaline, and we started to see a little bit of, of the NHL legs creep in, and he did some conditioning over the summer to get stronger. Shane Wright, first couple days of practice, same thing, but now he's getting used to NHL drills and NHL competition. He hasn't missed a step. So those two, um, I think, are going to, to feature very highly in the plans for the crack in this season. And again, I mean, 
mean, if you were a betting person, I would have to imagine uh, your money would be on Shane Wright to make this team breaking camp. And uh, Dave Haxtell has said, Ron Francis has said that they are going to give him every opportunity, Shane Wright, I mean, every opportunity to make this team out of camp. And, and the big focus for them, for him, is going to be just having fun, enjoying your first year of the NHL. We're not going to put you on the top line and, and make you play 30 minutes a night and, and, and all of that. You know, is he insulated in the bottom six? Is he given an opportunity to play with some players who can, who can help make him better and help him get used to uh, the speed of the NHL game? A Jared McCann, a Jaden Schwartz, a Jordan Eberle, guys who have been around and have had various levels of success and have played in various uh, situations throughout their NHL careers. So um, it's, it's going to be about getting Shane Wright used to that speed. And for Matty Beneers, nine points in 10 games, you want to see if he can jump out of the gate and keep that going and have that success that he had in those 10 games last year to begin his career. Chatting with Everett Fitzhugh right now. He's the voice of the Seattle Kraken on the Kraken Audio Network. Um, new team in the American Hockey League to serve as Seattle's actual farm team. Coachella Valley will uh, step into the American League this team, the Firebirds. Love the uh, love the moniker, love the jerseys. Uh, would love your thoughts, Everett, on uh, just sort of what they're, I guess, what the value of having that direct link of a farm team, your own uh, operational staff in there. You've got Troy Bodie, former NHLer, director of hockey ops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Dan Bilesma, significant cachet there behind the bench. Stu Bickle as well. Like These are familiar names, and, and I wonder if you could speak to what it means for Seattle to have all of this operating under its own franchise. It gives you complete control over your systems, over the way you want to play, over your organizational messaging, over your nutrition, strength and conditioning, all of that. It gives you that one voice that starts from Ron Francis um, and our ownership group all the way down through the top prospects within your organization. Um, you have a, a ownership group in OVG who is understanding the value of, of what it takes to succeed. It's going to cost some money, and that's one thing that they said, listen, whatever you need to have a successful organization on the ice, a, sec- a successful organization off the ice, we're going to give it to you as, a, as, as an ownership group. So to be able to bring in a Stanley Cup winner uh, in Dan Bilesman, to be able to bring in Jessica Campbell, the first female assistant coach in the American Hockey League who has had tremendous success in European men's professional hockey um, from a coaching perspective, to bring in the type of experience that you get with a Stu Bickle and, and all of the, um, the scouting departments and the, the hockey ops folks that you have down in Coachella Valley, not to mention one of the nicest facilities in the American Hockey League. And you're close. You know, I, there's some organizations that unfortunately it's a pretty hefty flight to get from your American Hockey League affiliate to uh, to your NHL team. You know, there are 10, 12 flights a day from Seattle uh, to, to Palm Springs. So it's pretty easy to get folks to and from. And I think it just sets you up for success. Uh, they're going to actually have their first six weeks, Coachella Valley will, will be spent here in Seattle. Their first four quote-unquote home games will be played here in the Seattle area. They're going to be based out of our practice 
facility. They're going to, they we're building their own locker room. The own, the, the Firebirds are going to have their own locker room within our facility. So they're really going to, to get that firsthand Seattle Kraken NHL treatment. That's going to set them up for success when they go back down uh, to Coachella to start playing AHL games in December when their venue opens. But you now are going to have those top prospects, those first, second options out of Coachella when the inevitable injury happens uh, here to the big club. You're now going to be able to have them around long term for an extended period of time to see what it takes to succeed at this level. So this is all positive from a hockey standpoint, from a lifestyle standpoint, from a PR standpoint, to have such a close relationship and to have that complete organizational control from the top down with your NHL club and your American League team. Yeah, no no question. That's going to help out. I just Googled the jerseys, so I, I had to check it. I hadn't seen them yet. And you know what? It's a good look. I saw the oh, yeah. Kraken. I, I'm going to be purchasing a couple of okay. those. Uh, I, I went a little crazy when the Kraken uh, released their jerseys last year, so I'm going to have to put some more money in the jersey budget, much to my wife's chagrin. I've got plenty of jerseys at home right now that she's trying to get me to get rid of. The Kraken jersey <laughs> is upper echelon, though. No one can fault oh, you, absolutely. Everett. No one can fault you. Absolutely. Okay. The additions uh, of Andre Burakovsky and Oliver Bjorkstrand, how important will that be to the team? I think you bring uh, Burakovsky brings in the championship pedigrees, won a couple of cups most recently with Colorado, also with Washington. And a lot of people have said that, that Burakovsky has got one of the best wrist shots in the league. This was a cracking team last year that was at times a very passive team, and I mean that in the literal sense of the word passive. Uh, not a lot of shot selection um, was taken, so you have got two players in Barakovsky and Bjorkstrand who are not afraid to shoot the pill, and, and that is going to be huge for the, a team that struggled to score goals last season. So now having guys who want to score goals, guys that are capable of putting up 25, 30 goals a season. Does Bjorkstrand get to 30 this year? Does Bjorkovsky get to 30 this year? Uh, that's going to be huge, and I think it all also brings a certain level of skill to this team. The Seattle Kraken ran four lines last year by committee, and you had a lot of really solid middle six guys being put in roles that they may never have been in in the top six, but they, they flourished. Now you bring in two bona fide top six forwards that will be in 31 other top six forward groups in the National Hockey League. You have those two players here in Seattle, so now it's an opportunity for them to lead by example. You're going to have the likes of a Yanni Gordon, a Jared McCann, and a Jaden Schwartz who picked up a huge offensive roles last year. It had to be put in the big offensive roles last year. Now maybe they can go back to being in roles where they're not having to do too much but can still be effective. So those two players coming to Seattle, signing those long-term deals, that's going to be massive for the Kraken in terms of generating that offense. The power play struggled last season. They're going to be uh, good options on either the first or second power play unit. Uh, earlier today, Burakovsky was just ripping shots on that top power play and I don't think he missed a single one and that's something we didn't have we didn't see a whole lot of last year with the Seattle Kraken team so offensive uh, offensive numbers are going to uh, be hugely important for the Kraken this year and those two players Bjorkstrand and Burakovsky are going to add an element that this team didn't necessarily have a lot of last year. 
Everett, thanks so much for your time this afternoon, man. We will see you around the rink this season, okay? Fellas, this was a pleasure. Looking forward to it. And it's day one. Remember to all your fans out there, it's preseason for the announcers as well. So cut Jack some slack. Cut us some slack. We're going to have fun, though. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Enjoy it, Everett. Thanks so much. Everett Fitzhugh from the Kraken Audio Network there out of Seattle. 8 o'clock puck drop tonight on 630 Ched. Yes, Jack and Bob with the call live from Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, We have some good weather this week, but you know winter is right around the corner, Cam. Your friends at Brent Ridge Ford, uh, they've got some, some stock. They've actually got some inventory we've got to tell you about how about 21 new and used ford suvs all of them with warranty and many of them with uh, subsidized interest rates as well in addition they also have a number of off make suvs count today uh, around 25 new and used trucks in the lot as well all of the units priced competitively and of course sprint ridge always treats their customers fairly and boasts that outstanding service department of theirs uncle milt johnny and rich would be happy to look after your vehicle needs. Give them a call, 780-352-6048. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Yeah, good people at Brent Ridge Ford. You won't go wrong. Go check them out. (laughs) We're back after this on Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Got in today on the show. We've got you Wednesday as well. Bob, though, he's got the show tomorrow where we will be recapping Oilers and Kraken that game tonight live on 6:30. Chad, eight o'clock puck drop from the Pacific Northwest. Reed Wilkins with an extended face-off show following the six o'clock news tonight. Reminder that the Oilers now injury report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. We know this, Cody Cece was kind of the one uh, that was dinged up a little bit coming into camp here and uh, and he has been back on the ice as I understand it over the last, uh, last couple of days. So um, yeah, he skated today. I know that I I did see that uh, earlier today that Cody CC was on the ice. So that's right. and he was on the bro- our broadcast last night. Yeah, he was came actually. on and went first intermission, second intermission so. with yeah. Reed. That's what the, Second the, the kind of mean. perks you get First. in the preseason, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, it seems like everybody is uh, working with a, a fairly clean bill of health right now. Uh, if any of that changes, Bob will have you and your insider knowledge updated tomorrow. 129 here in Edmonton. Brendan and Cam will stick with you for the final half hour here on Oilers Now. It's time for you. You got something to say? 780-496-0063. We'll break it all down after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson.